inflict the pain A lot of shit that I can't change I don't know who I can trust So many times I've been betrayed so I've been in this for so long I gotta get this for my baby I fell down so many times I got back up, continue grind I can't lose right now I can't lose right now I can't Hey, welcome back to another episode of the ABMG Podcast The dopest podcast in the world And I'm your host, here, boy Mac and I'm your co-host, Cooler the Kid. And today we have a, another special guest. Um, yep. He said he's a man of many trades, you know, a behind-the-scenes type of person. You get a lot done. But we're going to let him introduce himself today. What's up? What's up, everybody? My name is Shiv Fish. A lot of y'all know me by On God. A lot of y'all know me by DJ Chevy Fish. Shoot, a lot of y'all know me just by, you know, Mr. Hole what you got. Do what you do. <laughs> Alright, we in that beat today, man. Oh, yeah. So that guy said he like a uh, jack of all trades. Yeah. yeah, man. You know, I I didn't I didn't fit into a lot of situations. You know, coming into this music, coming into just you know entrepreneurship, anything like that. Yeah. You know, coming into the music game side since like 2012. Just you know working in, working out. You know, I, my start was with uh, UGRR. Yeah. Back when um to Howard Boy, to DG all you know. Yeah. All them gump, we were pretty much the what I call the hunt club era. Yeah, okay, okay. missed that era. If any any Starville people know that, yo, <laughs> epic times at the hunt club. Man, I ain't know about them hunt club days. And I and so, you know, just coming in with them guys, starting from the bottom, kind of working your way up. Yeah, you know, just doing little little things that didn't nobody really just want to do. Like when I came in, I was the guy that was you know carrying everything. Then I was the guy that was taking the pictures. And it gradually progressed into the guy pressing the shirts. Then, shoot, I started, you know, fooling around with visuals. Shot a couple videos. Shot a couple videos for uh, Block Republican over in Columbus. Shoot, shout out to C-Time, you know. Shoot, 69. Shoot, all them. Pretty much with uh, the Bricks. Southside. Shoot, I always got to show love to the people who show love to me. Oh, yeah. Um, Then, you know, just kind of... Slowly, gradually, you know, gradually moved into the DJing era. Dropped a mixtape, Southern Juice, and that 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 project did pretty good. It was a collect, you know, con- collaboration project full of just nothing but Mississippi artists. I think I was like one of the the second DJs because at the time we were pushing DJ Late Game. Okay. It was right after she had dropped Late Game and Drown One. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so she right after she did hers, then I came out with mine and just had like a correlation of, you know, North Mississippi DJs, Jackson, you know, North Mississippi artists, Jackson artists, you know, artists all around the state, just kind of trying to, you know, spread that sound. Yeah, yeah. You know, because a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't really just get the full scope of how many artists come out of Mississippi. For real. Yeah, they really don't. Oh, how much talent, right? How much talent in this ship, man? It's a lot of talent in this ship. Yeah, man. You won't even know, though, because I ain't even know about, like, Big Walk Dog before he blew up. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, yeah. pretty much. Big Walk Dog got a Tutwiler. Yep. Yeah, man, pretty much. That guy just make, like I said, make a move. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's the key portion about the music game. You know, a lot of people try to connect music and movies you know and hollywood together but it, i promise you it's totally different mm-hmm. like when it comes to like movies it's about how much money you got right. because a lot of that money gets funneled into the production right the gets budget. funneled into the you know budget all of that 
And so if you got a certain chick or you got a certain status, you know, you can maneuver around with people when it comes to movies. But when it comes to music, it's all about who you know. And a lot of favors get, you know, thrown in there. And so when you know the right people, you could, you could be sitting here doing music for like 10 plus years. You mess around and run across that one person that, you know, that's kind of trying to, you know, get get out the mud and they're like, like that. They see you. Shoot, they bring you in and they, they know somebody and they know somebody. Next thing you know, shoot, somebody pick you up and put you on, you know, put you on the spot. You got 10 years worth of work. Okay. It's just, it's just go from there. Okay. But then you also got them folks who just started yesterday. Yep. You know, just like I said, like, I, I don't want to say Big Walk Dog, one of those people, but with the fact that he just kind of just jumped out there right. and he even admitted that, you know, mm -hmm. he just started. It's all about who you know and you can have that connection. A lot of people don't even know, like, one of the hottest producers right now, Twisted Genius from Mississippi. Right. For real? Yeah. Damn. I didn't know that. And so it's just all about, you know, the connects and people who you know. And so, like, I try to, I try to get a lot of Mississippi artists, you know, local-wise to understand that you don't have to go to Atlanta to record. You don't have to go That's to Atlanta. That's what a lot of a lot of artists think, though. Like mm -hmm. you have to move away from your hometown right. in order to make it. It's I, not always the case. <clears throat> it's not necessarily like a moving thing. It's more like a you know like a location. Right. You know, like because not gonna lie, there are a lot of different opportunities in Atlanta, in you know Texas, in you know you know all these different places. But I try to get a lot of them to see that you need to utilize what we have here like right. you can go to Jackson and it's like same kind of studios same down in Jackson like I do a lot of projects like most of my projects and you know that I, in the studio I go to is Crown Studio mm -hmm. school folks don't know how connected Crown is in the industry and so it's just like you just got to feel yourself around then you can you know but if you just want to sound at an affordable rate <clears throat> you could also go to Jackson go to USA Compound I let my right. boy Slim, you know, Slimbo, yeah. he, he, he gonna get you right, you know. Like I said, Mississippi got a lot of talent, man. And it's just, it's just the resources. You right. just don't have the resources. Right. And coming together also, that that's a big part. But <clears throat> spreading the love and spreading the knowledge. Like, like you giving a lot of free game on here about behind the scenes thing that you can do. Because most artists are just looking at the front part of it, yeah. you know. They're yeah. not thinking about it. They thinking like, all right, you hop in the booth, you make a song, that's it. Like it's so much more to it, you know. Yeah, I smoke said, man, that's just that's the easy part, right? For real, <laughs> right? Yep. Getting in there, real making the music—that is the fun shit. But what's it come to the behind the scenes shit? It's a lot of pieces that play a part into, you right. know, your career, so to speak. You know. Yeah, you you sort of like got got to treat it like a like a business, right? Like the rapping, the rapping, all that stuff. That's like I said, that's the easy part, right. you know. That's the part that you you can wake up and write it down, but it's the it's the rollout, it's the it's the way you're gonna present it. Right. And if you present it wrong, if you present it cheap, if you present it in a way like you don't care, then it's your audience, mix. yeah, your audience not gonna care. Your mix, a lot of artists don't know how important the mix is to a song. For yeah. real. And so like, jokers think that they can just go in go in a room record. And it's just gonna it sound dope just cause they homeboys say, oh man that's fire that, 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 that's it nah man you, cause they don't fucking know like when they come over them loudspeakers sound totally different okay. from them car speakers right and then that that plays into the part about who really picks you up because you can really 
person who can record in a the closet, they might record their vocals in a closet, but they take them vocals to somebody that actually knows how to mix. Right. Mm -hmm. And when they mix it to make it sound like quality, you put it across that radio, shoot, it's gonna it's gonna flourish because they're gonna be like, that's he. Okay. That's right there. But you know, what I see a lot of artists, local artists mostly, is that they try to follow the trend. Yeah. And they try to, you know, they try to see, you know, they try to, you know, duplicate what's already hot. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the worst thing you can do. Pretty much, it's okay to to peep it, to study it. Right. But, but taking a whole style and stuff yeah. like that, and everybody sounds the same. Come on, bro. I mean, you can you can mimic the styles, just do it your way. Like, don't don't talk about what they talk about if you don't do that. Right. You know, I tell a lot of artists the big, the easiest thing to get people to ride with you is to create the vibe. You know, a lot of artists, they go in, they come in with like five guys, everybody's just sitting there, we just smoking, and shoot, don't nobody have no type of creative thought process. Right. No, they just nothing. there. They just there. Bro. When I when I record the artists, like artists that I manage, I tell them, look, when we get to the studio, ain't nobody else coming to you. Right, leave them yeah. in mind. Like, Cause that's gonna be a distraction a in there. It's like the energy could be bad too. It's like yeah, niggas get the plan in there and shit. It's like bro, this ain't even the spot for that type of and, shit. And some some producers, some studio owners, some engineers, they they'll cut you off. They'll yep. take your money and just be like, bro, y'all, uh, -uh I got All other right. things to do. Yeah. You know, so it's like you gotta treat this like a you gotta treat this like a legit business. Shit, it really is a business though. Yeah, for real, it's the music business. If it was just music shit, a lot of motherfuckers would have made it. You know how much music out here, but it's just. It's the brand too, how you, you know, how you present yourself also. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people, you dressing the same too. It's like, it's it's almost no originality with it. Everybody's going with the flow. But brand, right. A lot of motherfuckers are, you know, mm -hmm. catching people ears with that shit. They rocking with it though. Right. You know? And see, my, my biggest thing is I tell artists, don't be afraid to link up the other people that's moving. Like right. that's, it's a lot of stuff that you can try to talk about. <clears throat> But you, what I've learned throughout my time here is that you have to spoon feed. Yeah. You have mm -hmm. to slowly, like, everybody's not going to get it right then. Like, everybody's not going to, you know, accept what you're saying. Yeah. But you got to spoon feed and let them know, like, man, it's enough money out here for everybody. Right. <coughs> and once you, like I said, once you actually dive into the business part of music and you see how stuff is attached and how you could literally make a whole lot more easy plays right, just yeah. by working together with somebody right it just it just opens you up to a whole nother field yeah and you don't know that shit until you start just really looking into it because they're not gonna tell you because your mindset you be thinking this shit expensive bro like shit and i don't pay and for this really and right and it really not just you just gotta oh, nah, have nah, nah, it here and there like I said, I'm not gonna lie. Music is expensive. Oh yeah, it's, it's expensive, but I'm gonna say it's not expensive like at the time. Right, like, right it's expensive right. over time. But I'm yeah. saying like, shit, yeah. I can go buy a hundred dollar beat. They ain't gonna hurt me right now. I can go spend, you know, that, thirty dollar on a mix. You know what I'm saying? Like however much they charge. Like, they don't even wanna spend that. Right. Like man, you think about you think about producers like J Mo. You, you know, folks, folks don't know. Folks don't know, back when J-Mark was in high school, yeah. man, UGR had J-Mark like <coughs> the one, like he was the top DJ at such a young age. Not DJ, but a producer right. at such a young age. I remember that movement. Man, movement and we, like that was the thing about it is like once we, with UGR, when we had somebody, we tried to funnel everything around. Right. You know, like 
I know a lot of folks hear a lot of stories about what went on, how it, you know, how it rose, how it broke down. Mm -hmm. But it's like I give a lot of props to TJ. I give a lot of props to Gump. You know, I give a lot of props to Cam. You know, like oh, yeah. it took having to be in them situations. And at this point in my life, I just look at it like that was your God yes. putting you in a position right. to learn. To learn right. You know, to bump your head right. because you know everything is a process. So with the way everything is set up, it's just like man, you can real life make it just if you just everybody stay at that same humble level. Right. So like you said, a hundred dollars for a beat. Right. Think about it, a hundred dollars for a beat. Not no sample, everything clear, everything straight is hundred percent you. Right. Artists, you know, it's always that battle between artists and producers. Mm -hmm. But if you learn the business part of it, you could do stuff like split share. Pretty much, if he give you this beat at a hundred dollars, or if he give you this beat for free, with that split share, he ain't worried about nothing because that split share is like an insurance policy. Right. Okay. It's like, okay, you trusted me to take this beat and create a vibe with. Right. All right, cool. If I create this vibe, and it's up to me and you to kind of help push this, but where it falls short is the producer feel like once they create the beat. They ain't got to do no more work. Yeah. It's and pretty much on the artist now. It's pretty much on the artist. And, and once you, and like I said, a lot of a lot of stuff is on the artist, but that's where it comes into play when you have to create the right team of effective right. people. Got to be right. And, yeah. you know, when we say teams, everybody think you got to have, oh, I got to have somebody doing right, this. Somebody. I got to have somebody doing that. I got to have me a manager. Yeah, first yeah, thing yeah. first. If you are a local artist, you just not starting out. You don't need a manager. Cutting that for real, straight, yeah. real talk. You are your own manager. Right. For right you, now. Right. You don't need a manager until you get to the point to where you getting ten shows a week. Right. You getting calls to do this, calls to do that. Right. When you get un so unorganized to where you can't handle it all by yourself. Then you need a manager. And understand, you don't go look for the manager. The manager come look for you. See, that was stuff we understood off top, though. We understood that off top. Right. Like, right. right. No point in it. None of this stuff. Right? And so, the biggest question I always get, man, shit, I need a manager. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Right. You don't need no manager. You think you need a manager. You want somebody to do the you know, work. You just you. want somebody to do the work. You right. know, want somebody to do all the other stuff. You want somebody to set up shows. You want somebody to holler at somebody to put some shirts together. You want somebody right. to put a budget behind you. Like, you don't need no mountain. Right. You just need to get up off your ass. Yeah. You know? And that, that that's just the key point in it. But if you just actually take time to learn the business, which is not hard to find out, you have a cell phone. You got Google. Right. You got YouTube. They give out free game every day. You can go to the library, bro. Nine, ninety percent of all of the information that you ever hear from me, right. or if you ever seen any work you see from me, came from sitting in a library, yeah. looking at books, reading and studying watching, up. studying up. It's it, you got to be a student of it. So crazy. And know. once a local, like if a local artist actually caught that mind frame to understand, like okay, I, I want to do this, but what I do is gonna fit this person. You start moving as if you trying to do this. The right effective people will come. Yes. And you gotta have that mindset, you gotta have that 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 eyesight to peep who riding for you and who ain't. You don't need twenty people no. to make a team. You can have five people to make a team just long as they are effective. Mm -hmm. Like they believe in the same things that you do to push the whatever and, forward. And they can't be sitting here trying to get the limelight from you. <coughs> right. 
you got to have people who see what you're doing and like, you know what, how can I amplify that? Like, how can I play a part in that? Because I know if bro make it, I'm going to make it. And, 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 and that's teamwork. And so, like you, like I said, with a baseball team or a basketball team, pretty much. It's the same mind. Shoot, your, your, your small forward can't get where he need to get to if he ain't got somebody. Right. Like, look, I don't, yeah, real shit, y'all don't know nothing about sports. I ain't never played sports in my life. Straight, I, just, I just root just to talk shit with people. That but now. It's the same analogies I use to, to tell right. people, too. Like, right. Bro, the point guard can't be trying to get rebound. Right. Man, it's you got it. Not his role. It's not his role. Right. Now, you can be a LeBron out here and be versatile and able to switch and move and do this, but you need to be that mostly mental. Right. You need to be like, you need to be so well involved with everything that's going on in your circle so that you can keep, you know, a record. Like, if you're an artist, you need to know who making your shirts. You need to know how much they spending on them shirts. Even if you got somebody over it, you need yeah, to know because this is your image. Right. And so once you see that, if any time that person fall off, you got to be in the position to pick that shit up to keep it going. Because any type of fall off will fuck up the whole rotation. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, man, it's right. good. It's like I, I tell people, like, I'm glad that I went through my process. You know, I'm glad that I went through starting from the bottom and working my way up through all those positions. Because now I myself know what these people go through. Right. Sitting here like having to have somebody do graphics for you. Right. All right. Y'all know just like I know. <laughs> get somebody to do your cover. Get somebody to do your logo. It's hell. It's hell, bro. I literally had to teach myself. Right. And I once I taught myself, I created a whole revenue stream. Mm. Like it went from where I was paying rent with just doing covers. Yeah. And jokers would think I'd be sitting in front of a computer, just you know, with a mouse. I'm literally with an iPhone. Sitting, sitting at work, right. making graphics. Majority of all my graphics came off my iPhone. That's inside track that don't nobody know man, about. And that's And it was, you wouldn't even think it was on there. A lot of man, I'd, I'd, I'd be at work joking, be like, man, what you doing? I'd show them this. And at the same time, I'm promoting right. the artists that don't work. They go like, who is that? I'm like, oh man, this is my homeboy. Shoot. Hillboy Mac, like I remember with Logan hitting me up like, man, I got a song with Hillboy. Yeah. I need you to do this. This is when I was just starting to do graphics. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm doing this. They like, man, what you doing? I'm like, man, I'm just making this cover for my homeboy. Oh, they rap? I'm like, yeah. She want hit? They be like, yeah. So we throw it on loudspeaker. Now that now with just that one action, you didn't basically cause, you know, awareness to a whole nother set of people that didn't know nothing about this art. Yeah, Effective people. Yeah, that's man. that's what you gotta like even with somebody making your shirt, you got a fire logo and they make it so like, damn, who who shit that is? Right. That my boy Hillboy, <coughs> that my boy did. You wanna hear his music? And so I I had got like I got to the point to where I started just focusing on how to make whatever situation we need be more effective. Like inside school free game. Artists, whenever you want to promote and you don't want to pass out no 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 hard copies, buy stickers. <coughs> buy, buy stickers. Yeah. You don't want you don't want to press up no 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 hard copies. You don't want to waste no money on no CDs or no right. nothing like that. Buy stickers. You buy stickers. You put a QR code on there. A lot of y'all don't know what a QR code is. Is that little square box that be on oh, your products? Yeah. Looks like just looks like a bunch <coughs> of squares. That's right. Bro, that's literally a scannable link for you to shoot 
your, you know, shoot folks to your stuff. So again, with being organized, if you got a website, if you got right. IG pages, social medias, if you got anywhere, any place that has your music, you can attach it to that QR code and right. you can scan it. Yeah. And you can put stickers down there anywhere, bro. Yeah, yeah. You can go, you can have some female go put stickers up in their bathroom. Females read everything. Everything. Fe bro. Uh, I seen it. I had seen that shit. Yeah, I seen something like this somewhere. Yeah. That's that, hard. That, that. And then, like, just think about Parking it. Cars. That's crazy. Put it there. Put it right. there. Stick it on the stove. And it will pole, light pole. And, get, and you, get you can get 100 stickers for, like, five books. It's all about learning how to acquire your budget. Like the biggest thing artists also think about is I don't got enough money. Yeah. True to form, it takes money to do this, but all you have to have is an adequate budget. Uh, uh, right. Uh, adequate budget. Yes. I'm trying to sound educated, but fuck it. You gotta have a good budget. Yeah. And your budget don't have to be a certain X amount of dollars. Your budget is what you can afford because you gotta live, bro. Right. Biggest failure I see a lot of artists do is that they try to they try to live outside of their means when it comes to this music. You don't have to do that. Yeah, like, do ain't nothing wrong with having a nine to five while you getting this music out, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with you working, clocking right. in every day, trying to get this music. How you gonna pay for your video? How you gonna pay for your clothes? How you gonna pay for your trips to your show? Right. How you gonna how you gonna pay for it? And then you still gotta pay rent. Still gotta pay lights, water, and all this. Right. Yeah, All you yeah. gotta do is have a, a, a actual budget of what you can afford to invest into yourself. And to get to that point, you gotta grind, you gotta do the work, you gotta do everything until you to that point to where you ain't got to worry about nothing but the music. Right. And cool. so, you know, the label's not gonna tell you because they already right. know, oh, we can make money here. Cause just think about it. You come in with a team, you come in with a legit team and you go to a label, if you don't know what, to, well, I ain't gonna, I'm gonna say it like this, I'm, I'm speaking too full. You come in by yourself, you come to a label, you tell the label, oh, all I wanna do is rap. Wow. All I wanna do is be on stage. Oh, yeah. All I wanna do is get my ice, you know, get my chain, get my, you know, I'm gonna ride, you know, whip. So they gonna tell you, all right, but, but, but pretty sure if you got in that quick, somebody not already sold you to them. Yeah, they getting you. And they getting a portion of it. So, when you get in there, first thing they do is slap that paperwork in front of you. You don't know what none of us say. All you know is that you're going to get that chain, that car, them clothes, that, that, that height. That mindset. You're going to get all of that if you sign it. And the first thing, the one thing that pop in your mind is, well, it's got to pay for it some kind of way. Pretty much, I'm a rapper. I'm finna make some shit. I'm finna do this. So, I'm going to just sign my name to it. Little do you know, you done gave away everything. You basically working for free. Yeah, on none of them goddamn songs. None of them. None of them. I see that, bro. That's the whole. But well, I don't know. But you know, we done seen that a lot. So man, I people ask me like, who's your favorite artist? My favorite artist is an artist like Prince. You know, artists from back in the day who spoke and preached on that stuff actively while they were in the music industry. Right. Speaking on holding ownership yeah. of your music holding you know keeping all of the masters and stuff like that because they don't understand that these people have created organizations to where these this stuff matters right and so when you take a song like you could take a song 
And because they own just a portion of the masters, they can stop everything you doing. All because of the fact that y'all are not in agreement. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. If they not making as much money as they want to, they can stop because they know that they control the flow of it all because they own a percentage and don't let it be the majority percentage because at that point you've created a song for somebody else to make money off of. You can't even drop shit, boy. You be can't even drop a song. That shit, them more had a hold on everything. Right. That shit gotta be fucked up, buddy, boy. You can't even go in this studio, release nothing. Can't I don't care what you record, it can't be released. Yeah, it's, it's old boy, school. them artists be stretched out. That's why they go up with me to be Bruh. stretched the fuck out. I don't know it, what to do. It's old school artists that you know your mama them grew up on. Don't even own their music. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how that right. And and it's, it's just like once they like once they get to that point. And they actually get it. They either have one foot in the grave, or shit. Hell, they they, they strung out here, so it really don't matter. Like I said, it take a while, man, and it's a learning process. But James Brown spoke this shit. James Brown been spoke the entrepreneur mind, like, yo, do this shit yourself. Yo, get your the own promo. way to do it, bro. The you know, way to be independent yeah. all the way. Knowledge is key, man. Cause it don't matter about that money, like, bro. It don't. I, but I know it's being just being coming from it just you know what I'm saying, not having shit then them motherfuckers just put that money in front of you. That just changed motherfucker whole okay. thought process. And, and that's what they expect, man. It's just like I That's what I, they expect. I do. The more he go he go he he, he go fifteen thousand. Right. When this nigga finna make goddamn. I ain't never got fifteen thousand in fame. Ten million off your song. He just made ten million off of you though. But you settled for that. that. You settled for that. <laughs> So, I, I, I mean, you so, got to be understanding of it and understand that you make, an artist makes most of their money on the road. Right. Yeah. You know, like, with the way streaming and took over the airways, you know, the process hasn't deleted anybody, but at the same time, it made it less of a priority. Right. You got artists thinking now that it ain't important to put your music on the radio. Like, the fuck? <clears throat> It's just as important as you putting it on iTunes. And then, yeah. then, then, the, then the foolish part about it is people got to go and click your music on iTunes. Okay. Right, yeah. Shit, you put it on the radio, they ain't got no choice but to listen to it. Right. And just think about how many plays a song get played. Right. Just putting it on the radio. And, and, and you can track that. If you got your beat, if you got your stuff, you know, set up right. Set up right. You got the right, you know, people putting your stuff in the right circuits. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of uh, what it is off the top of my head. Cause oh, it's now, not just BMI. You got encoded. Pretty much, you get your music encoded. That means that anytime your music get played on a radio station, it gets recorded, it gets copied, and it gets sent to BMI. Yeah. So BMI sees how much of a rotation your music is picking up. And when it and when it comes to all of that, it's all about one two punches, mm -hmm. like. I'm gonna give you a quick, real talk, and you think I'm lying? Put it, put it to the, put it to the max. I promise you, it's gonna work. Oh yeah. Create you a, create you a vibe. I don't even call them songs no more. Songs are stuff that people just create to match with everything going on. No, create you a vibe. Create you something that, whenever somebody hear it, they know it ain't nobody else doing it but you. All because y'all sat there and y'all, y'all felt that shit. Instead of just going over the same type of oh, yeah. right, we, we didn't definitely done that before. Create that, create that vibe. Organize, you know, package it, make it quality wise. Invest the money to make sure that it's mixed and mastered. And then from that point, 
create you a plan of execution. No. How am I going to get this song heard on many different aspects? And at the same time, if you plan this right, you can acquire a decent budget. You get this song, you got all these people out here, you know, wearing clothes, selling clothes, selling stuff. Right. All right. Free game. Take this. If a, if a person promotes, if you see that they promote a lot, if they take your song and put your song on the on the back end, like play they play your song instead of the songs that's already hot. Right. You get that's clicks. You can count that. Right. That's advertising. That's licensing. Yeah, yeah. And as them clicks go, that counts on your end too. So you got that now. You didn't create what the radio was always created for to basically implement that sound in your subconscious because the human mind is so complex, but at the same time, so simple. Yep, so if you play something for so long, it's like a Pavlov thing. Even if you study it, right. you, yeah, and you're going to hear it, and it's just like, it's just, it's catchy. So now, now that that's going hot, that's going mobile, it's, it's, it's playing everywhere, everybody hearing it. Okay, now you got to put a face to it. Now it's time for the code. Now it's time for the visual. The visual gotta be just as catchy as the song. But at the same time, be creative. Don't be afraid to step outside the box. Little do you know that this, the more sillier shit you do, the more people will look at it. Because that's just how the human mind set up. Like, we'll sit there and go, like, instead of all this, I'm, I'm gonna say all the generic video of just constant flashing, constant this, constant that. Instead of doing all of that, which a lot of you know videographers try to do to just you know make a quick little book, because they think that you know oh, if I flip the scene a lot, they gonna like this shit pretty much woo the woo, yeah. and they gonna spend the money because they like me flicking the scene a lot. Nah, bro, be cre be creative, center that bitch in to you. Do something like put on a wig, put on a pimp suit, you know, fit yourself into the song that you're trying to push out to the masses. Right. And if you do that shit, that shit'll pick up. Now, yep, I seen a um, not to cut you off. I seen that same shit you talking about. I seen an artist from Mississippi doing that same shit though. Um, Kim Ali, Kim yep. Casanova. Man, what that nigga, bro? I swear to God, my damn. boy getting it. Shout out to man, King, what man. I like? Damn, that dude, dope from Jackson, Mississippi. I ain't there. I'm Jenna. Jit probably about two, three weeks ago when he came on 85 South, I seen I seen him and I went and oh, uh, you know, looked up his music and she I like damn that nigga dope before. And see, folks don't even know how much of a grind brother put in. Yeah. All because of how fast he got on. Like, like it was overnight. Right. It's just all about connection. Like folks don't know if you go, it's a future song. He featured in one of future he he, he featured in one of future videos. Damn. Folks don't even know. Some folks be like the people who follow him though. Yeah, but shit. the average person who just like the song <coughs> because it's on some pimp shit, <coughs> they don't even see the man. That shit was dope though. I ain't gonna front. And it's all he, he just went to casting calls yeah. and putting his face out there. This is before he even let folks knew he could rap. Yeah. But if you would have watched his page and looked at his page and seen how he had stuff set up, how he had stuff so organized, it kept you intrigued. That plays a part. Until you promote your music, how you have your Instagram set up. If how folks gonna follow you or tell you, you know, get in tune with what you're doing. If half of the pictures is club pictures, half on gas station pictures, the other half mixtape covers, the other half flyers. Come on now, 
if you're gonna do all like that, create you a whole nother page. Right. But your artist page need to be centralizing everything towards your music, your product. <coughs> right. And that's from your branch. That's from your music. That's just from your pro from your process. Keep them intrigued. Folks don't want to see go, oh man, he got a show over in Atlanta. Then slide up. Damn, he into it with his baby mom. Yeah. Slide up. And yeah, a lot of random that, shit. Right. It just it throws them off and it make and like I said, it makes you look unorganized and it makes you look like we don't need to put invest our money in there. Yeah, cause that how that's exactly how we as in at the mind just look at people period though. Like even right, like alright, if we were following somebody like I always think about the the mindset I have whenever I get into the artist that I'm into. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like how the fuck I ran across weird for the first time. I ran across currency for the first time it like you know these guys was already doing what they were doing before i ran across them and started liking them so it like that their mindset i always try to take like you know what i'm saying G. like like did like this is this is like like see what they were doing before like you know i i, I give you an example folk like scotty atl you ever heard scotty atl yeah name sound familiar he a, he a rap out of atlanta Pretty much, he got a song with Big Creek. He got a song with, you know, a lot of big artists. Yeah. Bro was cutting hair. Yeah. He was cutting hair and he was basically, you know, rapping out the shop. Then all of a sudden, he got into rapping, got his, you know, got his mode up. Now he doing grills. Bro, one of the top grill makers out of Decatur, Georgia. Yeah. And then he got, then he got a shop, he got a shop in Decatur, Georgia, and he got one on Mayor Road. Still doing music. Like, Shouts out to the cool club, like, man, my boy Joe Dent, shoot, Joe Dent from Columbus, Mississippi. Bruh's the creative coordinator, like, you know, we got a lot of talent in Mississippi, man. A lot of talent in Mississippi, man. I see it every day. I see it every day. I be amazed, too. I be like, damn, these nigga hard as fuck down there, bitch. But what I try to tell them is, man, even if it ain't just on no humble shit, just keep it on respect level. If you want them to respect your craft, respect what you want to do, your dream, whatever, respect that. Because everybody ain't here to rap. Right, yo. And that's that, that's the main thing, too, though. Like, everybody ain't here to rap, but it's a lot of people who think they are here to rap, though. So they just throw a lot yeah, of. Everybody uh, ain't here to make shirts. And look at it. We got 50 folks making shirts. Right. Everybody ain't here to basically do the little, little molds, little epoxy molds, and the plates and the weed trays but you got 50 folks doing that right right it, it's a it, everything is diluted after yep, a while everything is diluted so right and the, and, the, and the key phrase they use is well when you walk in the kroger's at the grocery store you look down the bread out it's 50 goddamn things of bread everybody's selling bread okay so what fucking makes your bread different Right, yeah, it need to be some, you know, it got to be some, you know what I'm saying? Some originality Some originality, some originality yeah. to it. And I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I praise it. I like it, bro. I, I've been loving this entrepreneurial spirit that came out of this pandemic. Yeah. Like, I love it too, though. I ain't going to lie. All that, man, that black, you know, black-owned business is a lot of this shit. Our, our culture ain't, ain't, we only see these in a shift. Yep. Okay. Like, and, all, like, right. We need to see that consistency see all the time. That grind all the time. All the time. Cause I always tell you, folk, bro. I don't care how far you've seen. I don't care how far I got, bro. 
as long as you didn't know me, bro, you didn't seen what we've been about, bro. I don't care, you know what I'm saying? So, like, nigga, I ain't been nothing less than trying to get somewhere, like, at all times. Like, ain't never been no just out here, just lackadaisical, just living, trying. Nah, bro, we've been out here grinding the whole time trying to get some shit, my nigga. And real. niggas still seeing that shit, so we ain't gonna continue to see right. that shit. So. And that's why, that's where it brings me back to when I see right. it's got a spoon feed. Yeah. You know, like, I speak a lot of this, you know, I know. All artists don't like it. You know, some artists beef with other artists. Some some people don't like this. Some artists just feel like they the shit. Yeah. But like real shit, bro. If you just have yourself to a point to where it's like, man, it's enough out here for everybody. It's a it's seven million, over seven billion people here. Mm-hmm. Over seven million be- people in America, right. in the world. Somebody gonna like my shit. It's enough Sorry. people out here to where I ain't got to see him go, man. Well, yeah. Your shit, your shit ain't my. I ain't got to talk this shit. I can. How about this? Let's work together and see if we can okay. double our money. A thousand people Coming gonna together, like it. You can man. find a thousand people that gonna fuck with this shit on there. Where to the core, like shit, yeah, like that shit is out there. And see, you know, some artists, some artists' biggest question like is, people, how do I get myself known in other areas? Do features. Do features with the artists that's already popping in that area. Go, it ain't nothing wrong with you going to one of their shows if you trying to do like surveillance. Like what? What a lot of people didn't know about me when I was pushing uh, my, my my previous artist, Big Zaymac. Zaymac got around. Zaymac was staying in C, uh, in in San Diego right. at the time. A good meet at the time. Me and him worked and did business. A lot of the stuff that Zaymac got connected to this way was all because of how I maneuvered myself. Wow. You know, I made my connections. I made my, you know. I- One thing I feel like uh, Mississippi is missing, like, like people like you though, more like you, my ghetto. Like for real though, like. <clears throat> I mean, you you'll be amazed how it's, it's many people like me. It's just like I'm one of those folks. It's just like. If I can amplify what you got in any kind of way, I want to do that. Right. If I can help, I do that. But you know, I ain't never been one of them. You know, hold you down and then like that type mm-hmm. people. I'm one of those. Everybody can eat. Right. And like I said, you you got you got them in people. It's just like the world make it so hard for you to be that. Mm-hmm. You know, the world make you hard make it hard for you to be you know freely to give like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like I say, me, I'm just I'm just at you. Because uh, yeah, like, I mean, man, the music, this music started out something, like I said, something great. Like, you it became like, bigger once it, you uh, see, like, yeah, so many, right. so many different ways to, like you said, make connections and everything and just be behind the scenes and just. Mm-hmm. Just learning all the back end, back ends and, and doors of it. Right. And so, like, like, let me see. What's a, what's another thing? Shoot, just. As far as well, getting back to my whole way to promotion, I like it now. Once you set that foundation that your music is out there, you gave that visual of who you are. Now it's all about how you're going to pick up the traction with that and how you're going to keep in tune with it. So you got distribution hubs like TuneCore, you know, United Masters, C- uh, CD Baby, uh, DistroKid. They give, they give you the tools, you know, Bandcamp, well, Bandcamp, you just focus on yourself. But you know they get they they put you on these different platforms where you watch them, and then you know and you load your music up. Yeah. Then you go create you an account with 
iTunes and an artist account so you can keep up with the analytics of it. Like analytics plays a big part in you as an artist because oh, yeah. this is how you know how your you know how your music picking up. Right. What working with who who rocking with you and who ain't age range all that everything real. and demographic is key. Okay. And so when you got iTunes, Spotify, title, you know all of these different places to drop your music, that's a whole lot of different types of analytics. So you got to take all of those numbers and try to key into that one average number to see how you're moving. Right. Okay. And I would say I would say do it like this. If you got three different apps, take the best the best accurate quality of each app and focus on that. Like if you like your if you like the numbers on the demographic side of Apple, then cool. You just focus your demographics based off Apple. If you like the way your numbers sit with Spotify, boom, okay, you keep an adequate record of how you doing. It's it's easy to, you know, keep these numbers, but at the same time, BMI count it all. You know, BMI is what's giving you your money. So, you just using, you know, them other apps and other features to see how you can key into that demographic in that spot. I know Spotify tells you exactly who's listening to your music, where they listening to it. Right. Some of them get so intricate, they can even tell you what time they listen to. Okay. And so, when you got a most of the majority of your people Basically, you know, in Jackson, Mississippi, we're just gonna say Jackson. Now we're gonna we're gonna say Tupelo, Tupelo, Mississippi. If a good good source of your music is being played in Tupelo, all right. Now it's time for you to go and try to find spots to perform in Tupelo. Biggest thing I want these artists to hear me say today: stop begging to be put on shows. When you got these shows, these artists that's coming down that people bring down, if it ain't a way for you to promote yourself on a grander scale, don't worry about it. The money you spending to be on these shows, you can save that money and put that and throw your own show. Okay, for real. We have enough venues down here to where you can talk to somebody. We have enough DJs. Shout out DJ Flood. Shout out, you know, DJ Box Sale. Shout out, you know, DJ Bino. Shout out, you know, all of these local DJs that be playing at the club. These guys got hookups. Throw your own show. That way you ain't got to worry about who, when you're going to perform. Because it's yours. Okay. Throw your own show. See how much you actually can draw in. Before you can sit there and say you this type, you this type of rapper. See how much money you can draw in from your rap. That's something to think about right there for real. Think about it, man. I don't give, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You could be the toughest rapper out in the street. You could be out here. Did that in the third. That's cool. I ain't think about that. Even off of one song, you can do that. Right. Even off of one song, you can do that. Like if you take, cause I think about like right all the shit we done did over the years. Shit in here. Like me and Red did that perfectly. Yeah. Shit hit like seven thousand plays in a couple of days. So shit. You just take this and say, she I'm performing, pray for me. Right, like, somebody out of them 7,000 gonna react and gonna know that, you know, gonna know what's what. So they like, yeah, I ain't never thinking about it like this. And, and, and see, you got, you, like I said, you gotta keep the, mo you gotta keep the momentum going. Right, and so. you, you can, like I said, you can create these waves to fit to a yearly quarter. Yeah. 
and yeah. and make it match in. You just like I said, you just got to plan and execute. But real talk, if you can't show me how much you can actually draw in, you can't tell me you this certain type of caliber rapper. Like, if you a rapper out here and you basically charging people for features, show me how much you bring in off a show. Okay. Not I don't want Spotify numbers because I can't see that money. I can't touch that money. I don't want I don't want no money you making off stream. Show me how much money you drawing in from the dope. Okay. T show me that niggas actually coming to pay to see you. Or at least just coming to be in the area that everybody is in. And I don't, like I said, I don't care. It could be folks coming in, see some shit ain't popping, and leave. They paid to get in there. Right. For real. You drew enough attention to make people spend their money to come see you. That tells me something about you. Okay. What you got? How much money you flossed? What you wearing? Who you <laughs> fucking? What you driving? That shit don't mean nothing to me. <laughs> if you could, if I could go to a show and I can see your name on the ballot and I know a, a good portion of these people came to see you. That show, that's why, shout out to Foo Fawn. Yeah, okay. Got me seeing my they got, they got me working. Man, all right. Real talk. Shout out my boy Foo. My boy Grind. Yeah, that guy Grind. And that guy gonna be on the Nick episode too, so yeah. Hey, tell you, man, he got some shows coming up at Jay Lynn's. Y'all watch. He yeah. hosting one then, you know, he got one, he gonna be basically in the mix. But, he, my boy been moving. We were supposed to be down at Black Beach. They should have done. Damn. We were supposed to be in Black. My, we had, we had worked some stuff together to get my boy on Black Beach. He had, he had already been doing something with the Memphis circuit. You know, getting up there, moving, going to Birmingham. You know, my boy been really putting in traction work. I, yeah, I and so shit. it's just like we we just trying to get him. You know, get him. We really trying to peep this pandemic out. This yeah. pandemic really made, messing up a lot of showmen. For real. But at the same time. We creating that vibe. So don't be surprised y'all see a full foreign show pop up. For real. Maybe a J Lens, maybe an Empire. <laughs> Who knows? Gonna be, definitely gonna be looking for that shit. That's why we gotta be more we we gotta be more in tech too, more on the music scene. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Knowing what's going on. We gotta know cultivate what it, happening, right, man. For real. for real though. Cause right. But like I think, you know what I'm saying, like Mississippi is just, it just ain't no like right like like you said probably is a lot of people behind the scene but like right like i know a lot of artists struggle with this shit, like not knowing what to do like just having their music and not even knowing what to do with it just shit, you know what i'm saying and, and to, to to be honest not and just to add to that i'm gonna tell you that's a two-part that's a two-part situation because just as many just as many people you see you say don't have that know-how. Right. I I would say the key reason because they don't have somebody directing them to it. That's why I constantly try to tell artists. Right. We have things popping in Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi has a music festival, Jackson Indie Music Week. Right. Shout out to Brad Kamikaze, the one one half of Cricket Lovers, the group with David Banner. Yeah. They do this every year. Right. And at these festivals, they have a week long, you know, session where they have different, you know, panels women female djs radio personalities business this that, and the third they even have a due to knowledge portion where right. they have lawyers and label people execs there on the panel that you can freely ask questions to a lot of it is because it's not being filtered and pushed 
right. and support it. Like we so quick to read up on some on some bullshit, but we don't focus on what is needed. And I'm not gonna say that we haven't had key people up this way who haven't done it. D South has put on a lot of for panels for artists. Uh, Dub City, yeah. he didn't did like with the with the. Uh, music awards even with that he didn't try to connect enough people to me I always felt like we was focusing too much on the pats on the back side of it instead of just pushing the music music and the knowledge right yeah like think about it not like I said not throwing shade not knocking it but just on a different variant of the situation what if we would have invested more our money like we invested into these music awards right into actual panel weeks actual artists here like, actual yeah. artists and bring them down here to actually tell us how to do this and how to do that right how right. how forward we would be yeah when it come to this music and we'll just all sit down together bro and work together because i see it like i i just i feel the exact same way like bro to me though award shows serve no purpose like no purpose is like bro none of these artists is known we all local and it's like everybody trying to get somewhere like even the person who throwing the show like so why not take that money money all that that same energy right like guys saying put it into a panel where you focus on multiple artists or, or some or some i always feel like bro it's somebody you rocking with put it into that one artist like bro we will be so much further alone then throwing a award show about like because it's like bro who know these people and who care right. the only people who care is the people who here and the only people who gonna be here is the people who doing the music but the sad part about it is we but, show up to an award show but we won't show up to a panel my uh the guy columbus mike ellis he threw a panel and it was just like a handful of folks in the room again it's a two part situation right but that's what i'm saying even when you get to these events it's like bro who there not the people who are who you want to listen to the music bro it's it's not even like only people in here music people and, and like you know what i'm saying why well, the people other music. right the people who do the music the other rappers i like i know we can network but mm-hmm. it's not going to get us further along to where we're trying to go because we need to connect with the people us throwing this award show and not gonna make the random person who lit who want who we want to listen to the music be like let me go to this award show and, and watch deep you know what i'm saying like that's not going to draw them in dog i remember back when they did the first award show around this time i was shooting videos i had shot block republicans curry i had shot uh i had shot a few videos for uh block republicans at that time Right. I was in a I was in a mode. I shot a Casey Youngball. I done shot a David Horton. I done shot a good bit of people. Chris, Christina. Right. Shoot. I, I done shot video. For a while, you know, when they was doing it, they was doing a nomination. Yeah. They came, you know, they showed me the nomination. They were like, man, why your name ain't on the ballot? Right. I told them. I was just like, man, to be real with you, it, it I don't, I don't like I don't like what they call them in, in sports when they give everybody a trophy. Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't like participation trophies. I feel the same exact <laughs> way though. Like I feel the same exact way <laughs> like, though because I had just dropped ninety three July twenty fourth, and my name went on there, so I feel the exact same way. But then 
I had, you know what I'm saying? I had to come back and be like, bro, why do I care? Like, why? Like, I mean, why? I care, I care. Yeah. But it's like, I can't let that emotion, like, assume, you know consume, what I'm saying, consume yeah. me. Because it's like. And, that, and that's the way I would. And I and I, I, I battled with it. I ain't going to lie. Like, it was a lot of times I wanted to be like, man, what about me? What about me? Right. But instead, I kind of just took the other side of it and was just like, you know what? Congratulations. You know, because, you know. Obviously, I'm not stepping my game up. Right, yeah. And like I said, I always, I always, I'm a perfectionist. Like, I can sit here and do something. It could be, like, to anybody else, they're going to be like, damn, this shit dope as fuck. But to me, I think it's the tragedy shit ever. Okay. I'm going to take real talk. Whenever y'all get a chance, go to YouTube, look up Black Republicans, look up, uh, nah, it's probably on the Guala, Guala Nation or Guala Gang at this point. But it's a song called Curry. Curry was my first, well, my second video that I shot, but my first rap video. Like actual hood, you know, trap video. Yeah. I messed around when I was when I was editing it. My computer, my computer crashed. Yeah. yeah. It crashed, so I had to basically take the visual from a recent render right. and basically add what I had left. Cause when it crashed, it deleted everything. Right. Yeah. So Curry was my biggest, biggest one to me. Right. But it it had so much back end shit to it. To where it was like, hey, it is what it is. Right. And those were my tropes. Like, I lose another episode of the ABMG podcast. Beep, 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 beep. podcast in the fucking world. Alright. And I'm your host, your boy Mac. And I'm your co host, School of the Kid. And shout out to our special guest. What's up, everybody? Like I said, if y'all want to holler at me, get at me, man. I'm on Facebook, on God Share Fish. I'm on Instagram, on God You Snap. Shoot, my TikTok, on God You Snap. Shoot, my my, my Snapchat, on God You Snap. Yeah, all that shit. But yeah, yeah. just get it, man. Before we close it out, the guy got some working on some new shit, like with the music or anything. Man, really, like I said, I've been sitting on the back backside of everything. I'm kind of like supporting artists, you know, like Foo Form. I got a I got a Southern Soul artist. I'm getting ready to, to filter into heavily. Uh, my my guy Wapo, and so we getting stuff set up with him. I'm I'm getting ready to step into a whole another lane of music, man. Like I didn't got I'm getting older, yeah. and so but at the same time I'm still giving that knowledge to the younger people on the hip hop scene. Like I know a lot of folks be like, man, what you gonna do with this? Like I got a project I'm working on. Once that project drops, then I'll be officially done with, with hip-hop. Okay. Then I'm just fully going to be focused on Southern Soul. Southern Soul and Blues, because that's what Mississippi known for. Okay. For real, that's going to be dope. Yeah. Like, man. But, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all inviting me through, man. Man, it was nice to have you on here, though. For real. Yeah, man. So,